athletics, there's so much emotion involved in athletics, and yet there's not really safe space to release those emotions, right? So we fit in this mold and we suck it up and we eat it, you know, whatever it is that, that doesn't feel right to us, we don't address it because we don't want to be viewed outside this mold. So how do we break the mold? You have to open the box. Let's yeah. take the lid off. You know, I feel like in so many cases, athletes and individuals don't choose to break the mold and open the lid until it's too late, until like the pressure inside that canister has built and built and built and it just blows. And right. You're kind of at the point of no return. Hey, welcome back to our next episode of The Athlete Whisperer. We are still working on this series with Megan Gary, and we're super excited to just continue to talk about emotional wellness, overall wellness of being an athlete, whether you're a college athlete or, you know, on a travel team or you, you know, play high school ball, whatever it is, how are you maintaining your own you know, emotional wellness and, and what kind of supports do you have in place? So welcome back, Meg. Thanks for having me once again. I love it. It's great. It's great. So, um, yeah, if you don't know, and I, Meg was on an earlier podcast, she, uh, you know, played uh, college soccer at the division two level. Um, she played high school, she played travel, she played soccer. She was soccer. Soccer was her until she realized that there's, you know, so much more to her. So we appreciate Meg for being here and for her candidness. Um, I think I'd like to talk a little bit about the difference between um, being fit, right, and being healthy. So a lot of times the words are synonymous. People like interchange them, you know, oh, she's so fit. She's so healthy. I I'm not sure it's the same. Thoughts? Thoughts. Um, I mean, I agree with you because when I think of fit, I immediately think of like fitting into something, fitting into a mold, fitting into a box, fitting into something that maybe isn't for you and like being a different version of yourself to fit into that, you know, and, and there are physical aspects of it because when I was a college athlete, I was super fit. I was as fit as I probably could have been, you know, but you were, but you were fit in multiple ways, right? Yes. I was fit into a mold that I didn't belong in. I was fit physically, but I definitely wasn't fit mentally and emotionally. And that's where that aspect of healthy comes from. When I think of healthy, I think of all the way around the whole biopsychosocial, like the, your biological, like your physical, your physical health, but also your emotional, your mental, socially with relationships, like health isn't just, you know, eating my banana and my kale every day. Right. We're talking about it's, inside out. It's an, it's an inside out all the way around all encompassing thing. And I think the biggest difference between being fit and being healthy is like, your. I don't want to say it's a choice to be healthy and it's not a choice to be fit because it is a choice to be fit. But I feel like choosing to be fit is forcing yourself to fit into something. So I feel like we're programmed to be fit. 
you know, that there's a lot of push to fit a certain mold if you're interested in a certain thing. Mm -hmm. right? So if you want to, you know, if you want to be a, a football player, then there's certain aspects, whether they align with you or not, that you have to do in order to fit that part. Yeah, you're chasing certain attributes, like especially physically, in order to fit into the role of being a football player. Hmm. And we talked earlier in, in an earlier episode a lot about character, right? So if you are fitting a mold, are you compromising your character at times? Absolutely. You're compromising who you are in order to fit a space that doesn't always, that isn't always meant for you. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's where you belong, but then sometimes it it's a perfect be. fit. It, it, sometimes it's a perfect fit, but a lot of times you're squeezing in. So how do we, so, so how does that change? Right. Is that, is that something that's, that's cultural to the sports? Is it something that is an unwritten expectation because we want healthier athletes. We want healthier, more well-rounded, more open, more communicative, you know, because athletics, there's so much emotion involved in athletics. And yet there's not really safe space to release those emotions, right? So we fit in this mold and we suck it up and we eat it you know, whatever it is that, that doesn't feel right to us, we don't address it because we don't want to be viewed outside this mold. So how do we break the mold? Hmm. It's a good question. You have to open the box. Let's yeah. take the lid off. You know, I feel like in so many cases, athletes and individuals don't choose to break the mold and open the lid until it's too late until like the pressure inside that canister has built and built and built and it just blows and right you're kind of at the point of no return well you because know, that's, that's not the time when you are most emotionally dysregulated is not the time to have the conversation you know with someone you know your coach whatever i mean it's great to have the conversation at any time but the most productive conversation comes when you know when you're feeling some sort of way and need to release it in increments we never want the volcano to blow mm -hmm. it's like you know because then the it's it's a disservice to trying to break open the box. The box should be broken open in periods of calm and understanding versus periods of volatility and heated. Yeah, yeah I think it I think it ties back to one of our earlier episodes as well with listening to like that inner that inner voice again because the outer voices are telling you to fit in and the inner voice is like, wait, 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 wait. Do I actually want to do this? Do I actually, is this really what I want to do? Who I want to be? Should we take a step back? But because of the culture of athletics and the cutthroat fast pace, like athletes find themselves just tightening the lid, just pushing that down, tightening the lid. I need to fit in. I need to be fit. 
I need to stay in this mold. And then that just all gets pushed down and eventually the pressure gets too much. And I was, I was a product of that. I was, I was a prime example of someone who just pushed it down, pushed it down, pushed it down until the canister bursted. Did you know you had a choice? I, I can't say that I did. And that's kind of looking back that like hurts me to say, but in that moment and in that environment, I felt like I had to, and I needed to be there and I needed to play and I had to fit this mold and I had to perform and provide and produce. And I felt like I had no choice. It was what I was supposed to do. And so that really wasn't healthy. Yeah. Supposed to do not what you were meant to do because what you were meant to do would be more aligned with you. You know what I mean? It's what you were supposed to do. So it felt like it was forced from this. So when you think about the force coming into the box, right? It's all these external forces telling you that's creating this kind of this push down, push down, push, you know, keep everything inside, you know, cork it up, whatever it is, you know, create that pressure. Um, so really, you know, maybe this conversation is just more about awareness that sometimes you feel like you have no choice. But the truth of the matter is there are outlets and releases and places and things that you can do to not get so attached to what it is you're doing and remember who you are as a being, right? We're human beings. We're not human doings. So, well, I mean, that's the truth, right? And we believe that our value is attached to everything we do. I believe we believe we in general population said it before, maybe I may not be we, but um, we believe that our results define our value. I believe that you are innately valuable and how lucky and fortunate some people are to see the immediate results of their value added. So you are not doing what you're doing to become valuable, you're already valuable. It's just sometimes the, the acknowledgements of that value take time to show themselves. So we have to trust our own value and not over push to the point where we've broken ourselves, we've become broken, broken spirited, you know, broken hearted, you know, broken physically to prove our worth. Thoughts on value and worth? So in my head, I was connecting the value and that self-worth to like the term healthy because how we started with fit versus healthy. And it's like, knowing your value and knowing your worth and understanding that like will help create like that healthier version of you and like provide the opportunity to do something new or provide the opportunity to like be a little more open and loosen that lid um because you know that you are worth it and you deserve that but how are we taught that? Like where, 
So, so right here, this is, this is the piece. I want you to know, I want everyone to know that no matter what the circumstances are, we always have a choice. There is always a choice. So we are never without the opportunity to choose to do something different, to choose to see it differently, right? To choose to, um, to share, to shoot. So there's always a choice. So if we get out of the mindset that we are forced and forcing ourselves in this one direction, in this fit to fit to fit to fit, Right. I mean, I think earlier I told a story about a guy who, you know, ran track and then played in the NFL, never having played a football snap in his life. Like to get to where you want to be, you don't have to fit a certain mold. You have to be your most authentic self. Whatever it is that you're learning along the way, take it in as who you are. Experiences we decide whether they're positive or negative because I will tell you what, every experience has some of both. So every experience you had in your life and, and, you know, you, you're deciding which ones really sucked and you're deciding which ones, you know, felt really good. But I'll tell you what, there is a, a broad spectrum of feelings in every experience. So are you focusing on the stuff that that takes you down or makes you feel stuck or are you focusing on what you're learning in this pressure moment and how you can free yourself from that and take the lesson with you so there's always a choice and maybe just in knowing you know sometimes it's a hard choice sometimes you have to tell people stuff they don't want to hear in the name of being healthy So I'm not saying that it's always easy, but there is always a choice. So and authenticity is congruent with overall health. Yes. A hundred percent, because think about the alignment of the body, right? If what you're thinking and what you're feeling matches your actions, you feel really good. If what you're thinking and what you're feeling do not align with your actions. It's off balance. It's it's out of whack. It's it's not authentic to who you are. So if we're doing things to fit in a box that don't match who we really are, then it is totally um you're you're totally dissing who you are. You're totally <laughs> uh you know ignoring your version. And I think just to add another layer, right? Talk about fit. So fit now to me, I just had a visual, is like all of the little people lined up in a row who wanna look the same and be the same and talk the same and feel the same, right? So it's like this comparison thing. I'm going to be fit like them. So I'm going to do like them. And, and now I'm leaving my authentic self in the dirt. You know, I'm, I'm totally dismissing who I am in order to fit into a mold.
which is really where we started. And, and so to being fit versus being healthy, the difference is, are you paying attention to who you really are and how it feels to be in the fit circumstance or healthy? Yeah, and you giving me that visual of a line for fit, I immediately like created a visual for healthy with what I said earlier, like the all-encompassing biopsychosocial, like, and it's all of these people who are all different, like moving amongst each other. Yes, and sharing their genuine gifts, skills, and landing where they're meant to be so that they can continue to grow and find discomfort and sensation and grow into the next best, best version of themselves, right? So we are all currently right now the best version of ourselves. We are the best version of ourselves we'll ever be right now. But we have an opportunity to continue to grow that. And that opportunity never ends. It's never ending. You will never cap out at the best version of yourself. Because as the world changes, shifts, and grows, so do you. And there's always an opportunity to wake up tomorrow and be better. Thanks, Meg. Yeah, you got it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So we're working on being healthy, not fit. Working on being healthy, not fit. Being authentic, yeah. being ourselves, being open to the opportunities and the possibilities. Physically, emotionally, and in your mind being healthy. Yeah. Thank you. you awesome. See you next time.